Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Chef AJ Cariota stand-up workshop, Lori Festival of Fun. I just made that up, as if you didn't know. <laughs> it is wonderful to have you all here. We're up to 240 people, um, and it is exciting to see everyone. You guys look good, uh, and I'm sure you feel good because you're mostly vegan. Um, and it's just a delight to have you all here. We've been working for, just so you know, you're in for a very fun evening. We've got uh, uh, six very funny comics. And uh, some of them you may know, some of you I'm sure uh, are gonna be new for you. We've got a, a friend of AJ's who's coming all the way from Australia. One of the top comics actually working on the continent, coming all the way to us to share fun with us. Uh, we've got some new, uh, new friends and some old friends uh, joining us today. So we're just very excited about all of that. Um, and I, I thought I'd just get, you know, say hello while we're, we're up to 243, while everyone is joining us. Um, do we have a couple of people? Just applaud if, if you're able to make noise. I want to make sure that people are actually hearing me. And yeah. three people, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> Uh, to have an audience of 243, three of whom I can hear. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like being deaf in an audience. Uh, um, but I, I assume you're all there and having fun. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I've been doing comedy for a very long time. I came actually from Chicago uh, to do stand-up here in L.A. Um, I am uh, uh, divorced, which is not a shock. A lot of you people are going, uh, yeah, we've met you for a minute. That, that makes sense. <laughs> And, you know, I, I actually um, miss being married. Uh, this morning, I woke up and couldn't remember all my faults. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you hear them every morning, you should lose rattle off a few. Uh, just out of habit. I, um, uh, I made, my, my marriage was really my fault. I, I married wrong. Uh, I kind of married above myself, a little too high. Um, <laughs> I married a doctor, which is not right for a comic. Comics should marry like waitresses, artists, hobos, um, people <laughs> on our level. And instead I married a doctor, which you know is confusing. What what do you talk about at the end of every day? I mean, you know, she would come go come home and every day, hey, how do you do, honey? What do you do? Like, oh what what do you do, honey? Well, we say the spinal function of that child. I think I'd be able to walk again. And what about you? Um, I wrote a dick joke. <laughs> I think it's a good one. We're both healers, so uh, that worked well. Anyway, um, I, I feel sorry uh, uh, for for married people. It's just it's it's like a bad deal, uh, especially what, what you know. I, I think a lot of times uh, uh, a woman will marry a guy, you know, just figuring she'll fix him. How many of you did that? How many tried to repair a guy? A lot, no. a lot of a lot of uh, women treat uh, a guy like like a guy treats a, a a car in the garage that they're fixing, like a '67 Chevy that they'll just strip down to nothing and build back in a way that everything is perfect. That's how they see a guy, and uh, you know they just don't know how much really needs to be done in the beginning. You know, you take a guy home, and uh, you know you think, hey, he just needs a little work, and they go, oh no, this is a serious job. <laughs> that's why a lot of a lot of women don't like to divorce a guy it's like i put 20 work 20 weeks of work 20 years of work into this guy i'm keeping him i don't care if he, you know all, and they're proud of all that stuff see the, the not smelling that's me i did that that took six years i'm not starting over again on another guy 
So that is how that works. Um, what else is going on? I, I'm just very excited to be uh, like with you guys uh, in in person or not. No, if, it's a very Zoom-esque feeling. I, I, I can see people in, usually in a crowd, you get laughter here, you get... <laughs> and you have to just think, that means good. <laughs> a little, be so I'm, sure. I'm used to not getting a lot of, a lot of feedback because, you know, I remember being married in bed. Um, <laughs> you think, but enough, I think we're doing fine. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see if, do, can we unmute a few more people just to see? Absolutely. Let's, yeah, let me... let's try and admit a few more people. I'll keep, I'll keep admitting we're up to 254. Okay. So if you, if you'd like to be unmuted, maybe wave your hand. We can only see one. Okay. So Carol's asking to be unmuted. Gary's yeah, you know, asking to be unmuted. And I'll give you a little bit Carol, of advice. Susan, uh, Monique. But when I click the unmute, I think you have to do something on your end as well. I'm not yeah, sure. You, I'm going to yeah. make sure that we can actually hear you. Yeah, I'm unmuting you, Dominique. Yeah. Go to the next page. I'm just going to give you, AG, I'll take uh, the floor again. I just want to give you a little bit of advice if you're in the audience. Laugh when you hear the joke. Not when you get the joke. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. All right. Others are laughing and kind of working on it. Just start with us and you'll catch up later. Okay. Um, not everybody's not everybody's as fast as they'd like to be. I understand that. Are you actually ready for the show to begin? Yes. Yes, I need more noise than that. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, I've got uh, a, a first act for us that I'm very excited about, and I want to make sure I'm bringing on the right person first. Oh, here we are. I, I didn't even punch the button, but she's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Linda Middlesworth. Let's hear it for her. Oh. You ready? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, say that and then you talk. Nice to see you here. Very nice to see you. Thank you, AJ and Carrie, for doing this. Um, I'm Linda. That's my name. And I'm a vegan. And you know what that means, don't you? It means that I'm annoying. <laughs> in my defense, but, hey, but in my defense, I was told I was annoying before I was vegan. <laughs> I really don't mean to be, but for some reason, I love to show my passion to others, but there isn't exactly a favorable reaction. Mm. Grandma, will you buy me ice cream? No. Dairy causes cancer and heart disease. And those <laughs> cows are treated badly all their lives. Oh. <laughs> we vegans are all so proud, though. I mean, really, look at me. Do you want to know my cholesterol numbers? So I'm also very excited about being a vegan because listen to me, I lost 55 pounds. I lost my heart disease and I cured my cancer. Wow. The only side effect is that you're annoying. <laughs> just a little bit annoying and your doctor even tells you hey linda you're in the best health i'm i'm so amazed at your health 
but I'm a little concerned about these numbers, these blood pressure numbers. And I said, mine? And he said, no, everybody around you. <laughs> a little less annoying. <laughs> oh, not as a vegan. <laughs> a side effect, but no, not as a vegan. um most people um i just really i just want to tell people what they're doing wrong you know i just really like to tell them that but and i like the the side effect of course is that i'm annoying but i really want people to see the light but unfortunately when they see me most people run She's coming and she's bringing the tofu. (laughs) I'm so annoying that telemarketers really hang up on me all the time. (laughs) This is John. I'm from the Sacramento Bee and we have a good price on new subscriber subscriptions. I said, are you vegan? No. Oh, well, let me tell you about the benefits of a vegan diet. Don't get those chronic diseases, you know, other people get. And then you don't hurt the animals, you know, the sentient beings. And you save the planet. Don, stay there. Some people people even have me come over to answer calls for their spam calls for them. And just answer the phone for us. <laughs> even even robocalls hang up on me. <laughs> That's bad. This is, Jen. this is Jen, and I want to help you extend your auto warranty. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute, is this Linda? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, in fact. Um, simply by going vegan, I lost the 55 pounds. I lost 55 pounds, you guys. Wow. And I also good. lost all my friends. Oh. <laughs> People ask me what my pronouns are. I say vegan. <laughs> People are always telling me that I'm preaching all the time, but I just want to tell people what they're doing wrong. I want to tell you right now that I'm going to tell you in the most gentle way I can think of, but really you're murdering animals, you're destroying the planet, and you're going to die a grisly, painful death. (laughs) Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to you, mom, too. (laughs) When you're you're vegan, you you don't get invited many places, especially to barbecues. (laughs) Are you inviting Linda? Are you crazy? (laughs) <laughs> do that. Are you kidding? She's over here going, sniff, sniff. I smell death. <laughs> People go to great lengths to avoid you. Hi, is Ron home? I, would he like to come over for dinner? No, he's not here. I, well, where is he? Well, he's in the video. Uh, um, witness protection program. Oh, well, not really. Oscar Meyer will pay anyone to disappear if they live next door to a vegan. So it's called the vegan witness protection program. <laughs> so, but I am making new friends. I am. I work as a hospice volunteer at the hospital. And it says, hi, Linda, I only have five more minutes to live. Oh, gosh. Oh, you gave up meat then already, right? 
<laughs> well, being vegan is no guarantee that you're going to go to heaven. In fact, if you're not vegan and you know me, you're already in hell. <laughs> so I have been so lucky to have guys in my life who love me. But there's something weird about that um, because they're either hard of hearing or deaf. <laughs> and I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. You're welcome. Let's see if I can awesome. learn how to uh, take you off of. I got it, Carrie. Great job, Linda. Great job. <laughs> Linda Middlesworth. You're not lying. Are you? Those are <laughs> Give it up. Do so. Don't lie to me. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're not lying to you. Look at the comments, Linda. People are saying all kinds oh, of wonderful things. Thank you. I was so nervous. Oh no! no. <laughs> you You're did a good to... job. You have to learn oh. to like not. A, we have, sometimes in the old world we would have gotten hugged or, or <laughs> but now we just get someone going. Think, you know, a little hug icon, and we have yeah, to yeah. <laughs> hug ourselves. Ah, anyway, that was fantastic. Are you ready for more? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have another very, very funny lady coming to you right now. Let's have a huge round of applause for Karen Gaylor. Hey, Karen! Hi, I'm Karen, and I'm here. I remember when I was eight. My mom would bake cookies for my sister and me. We'd eat two or three, and she'd be done. I'd eat three, and then later I'd eat four more. And the next thing you know, they were all gone. Karen, where did all the cookies go? Um, I think the dog ate them. <laughs> I've always been addicted to everything. When I was in my 30s, I wanted kitchen gadgets. Karen, you've been invited to a pampered chef party. Uh, most people would say, I'm going to be roped into buying some crap I don't really need. <laughs> Me, I thought, great, now I can buy an overpriced microwave steamer bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about parties is you think you're helping someone else out. I can, if I spend $40 on a microwave steamer bowl, I can help the host get her free cookie cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also encouraged by influencers. When I went whole food plant exclusive, I had to buy every appliance Chef AJ suggested. <laughs> I love the new Ninja Creamy. It makes the best nice cream. Karen, get one. Ooh, this would be fantastic. I think I'm going to buy it. I can put it on the shelf next to the Nutramilk and the Instant. <laughs> <laughs> now at 67, I'm addicted to beauty. And Sephora and Ulta helped me so much. Then $2,000 and you can reach platinum level. Now you can get into the Sephora sale two days early. 
I even clean my bathroom drawers out from all the stuff I bought last year. In <laughs> trucks later, I may have room for the 50 brushes, the 25 foundations, and the 12 eye palettes I just bought. <laughs> and they know they can hook you in by giving away points when you buy stuff. I'm not throwing away $2,000. I'm earning 2,000 points. <laughs> it's like when you were a kid at the arcade and you spent 20 bucks and got a 10-foot long ticket. You can cash them in for something really amazing like a flashlight keychain. <laughs> but you're proud look at what I just won and I'm still behaving the same way only for a lot more money yeah. <laughs> it's funny that the internet is set up to take advantage of people like me YouTube and Instagram are full of influencers I can watch one influencer and want everything he or she suggests. <laughs> I need this primer and foundation because Lisa J said so. And I have got to get her brushes too. <laughs> then I'll watch some other influencer. And here she says, I can buy better cosmetics than a drugstore. So I'll spend another $200 on stuff because it's saving money. <laughs> Thanks, Toddy. Now, you might be thinking, I'm just wasting money, but makeup is an investment in me. Who cares that I never really leave the house? <laughs> My cats are very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. I I I I'm so excited. Um I don't know if you guys realize how hard it is to come up with unique material that's true and, and really interesting and reveals something that not, you know everyone thinks about but no one ever really put into words yeah. before. That's what all of these guys are doing today. And I'm really, really proud of them all. This is like, this is the kind of comedy I'm, I'm proud of. It's not just like, oh, they're new. No, I think they're doing stuff that any of us uh, doing comedy would be happy to be uh, having our act. So uh, one more round of applause for Karen Gaylord. And we've got a funny guy coming up next. Uh, someone you may know. Uh, he's a wonderful guy coming to us uh, from Northern California. Let's hear it for Charles Shrewsbury. Hi. My wife told me that I'm a procrastinator. And then she goes, do you agree? Uh, let me get back to you. <laughs> the grass is so long in our front yard that the neighborhood kids turned it into a corn maze. <laughs> hey, what happened to little Kimmy? I can't find him. I hope we find him before dinner. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And it's hard when your spouse is after you to get all those those chores done, isn't it? Charles? Yep. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Charles, when are you going to wipe the fingerprints off the refrigerator door? <laughs> They're not my fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. I know they're your mother's and she's been dead for five years. Oh. <laughs> Making up excuses to not do something though sometimes takes more time than if you actually did it. Charles, why don't you clean up your office? <laughs> oh, if you could just give me a little time, I could think of a reason. <laughs> <laughs> And the problem with doing your work on time is then people expect you to always do your work on time. Charles, you were supposed to call us back. We didn't hear from you. This isn't like you. This is exactly like me. I am procrastinator. (laughs) I keep stuff and I don't think it's a problem. My wife says it's a condition. (laughs) <laughs> i haven't thrown anything out since 1987 <laughs> Ooh, i'm a hoarder <laughs> well actually i'm a collector <laughs> i have some 1980s vintage clothing and then in the same box i also have a moth collection and order is really practical because look you could spend like a week just trying to clean out your garage but in just one hour you can get down to home depot buy a shed and just throw all your junk in there (laughs) yeah i think i'm being time wise (laughs) charles there's 10 sheds in the backyard. <laughs> I know I'm a developer. <laughs> That's a Shrewsbury village. It's weird how everybody's got a different project going on in their garage. If you take a walk in your neighborhood, you'll be like, oh, hey, I see you're, you're rebuilding a classic car in there. Oh yeah, you see Bob down the street. He's got a complete gym in his garage. His neighbor's got an art studio. Yeah, well, me, I just got all my high school junk in my garage. And that's why I park on your lawn. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard to throw things away because you're afraid, hey, what if I need these things later? Yeah. I was trying to clean up my uh, garage and I, I had heart palpitations. I mean, is is having a clean garage really worth dying for? (laughs) (laughs) I choose life. (laughs) (laughs) And mental health is important too. I have this great course, and it's uh, it's it tells you a treatment for the anxiety attack. But the problem is, I don't know where the box is buried in my garage. (laughs) (laughs) It's really important to keep mementos if your memory starts to go as you get older. Um, Like you have a yearbook. Did you know in high school, I was on the track team. Apparently, I was on the track team. (laughs) (laughs) If my dementia gets really bad, 
not to worry because I saved all my school homework. <laughs> there it is. I knew I knew could do fractions. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets hard when people don't respect your family legacy, right? Those were really important to my grandmother. <laughs> well, Charles, of course they were important to your grandmother. But that doesn't mean you have to save her dentures. When you're a hoarder, it's hard to have to constantly justify why you're saving things. Look, I'm not going to throw out this Hot Wheels car collection because it has great sentimental value. Well, not to me, but to the kid who sold it to me for drug money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <no. God>. <laughs> <laughs> and when hoarders and neat freaks meet there's always an instant attraction <laughs> whoa look at her closet space had <laughs> <laughs> oh. eight square feet in there with nothing on it <laughs> <laughs> stuff so many boxes in there and meanwhile, the knee freak is thinking, look, he's got tools in a miter box. He could build me some shelves. I could have more empty shelving where I would put nothing. <laughs> and here's another reason to keep all your things. It makes the most interesting museum in the world. It makes the museum of you. On the other side of this velvet rope, you'll see a replica of my childhood bedroom. There's Legos, Tinker Toys, and a Sears catalog open to the bra section. <laughs> and it's weird when, you're, when your garage gets so messy, it looks like a Costco store that's been through an earthquake, yeah. flood, a fire, and a looting. <laughs> your neighbor walks by and goes, wow, you're going to get a big insurance settlement. <laughs> when your backyard is really messy your neighbors start throwing their trash in there <laughs> hey what are you doing oh i'm sorry i thought this was a landfill <laughs> and the weird thing about about hoarding is that you think your stuff is too valuable to get rid of so it's really sad when when you finally decide to give it all the Salvation Army, and then they refuse it. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't need another denture collection. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for just the right moment to finally go through all my stuff. Okay, I'm on my deathbed. <laughs> take those boxes, take them to the Salvation Army, but save my disco shoes because I want to be buried in them. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good night. That was good. Oh my gosh, that was great. Good job. Good job, Charles. Add that to me. And I'll take wonderful job, Charles. Quite wonderful. I like the expression too. Come on, guys. Yeah. Applause. You really brought some memories back to me. I just remembered when when we were kids and uh somebody tried to break into our 
our house through the basement window and the police came they go was it like this before the break-in <laughs> actually never got through the window this is us so, i know that feeling charles uh are you guys ready for even more comedy with that yes. yeah yes we have a very very funny lady coming up next uh yeah let's have a huge round of applause for mary victor Hi, you're on. Okay. Yes. Hello. My Hello. name is Mary Victor. It's hard to be an Indian with an American name because people start thinking it is my made up American name. <laughs> so when I say my name is Mary Victor, they go, hmm, but what's your real name? <laughs> that is my real name. No, 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 no. We mean the name. We just can't pronounce. They insist so much. I have to say something to shut them up. So I said, oh, my name is Mani Muttaru Manikavalli Mariakandi. <laughs> my brother's name is Sanjit Topit Kanagarajan. <laughs> oh, now we believe it. <laughs> In India, we are not very chatty. It seems Americans love to chat. So I went to Starbucks for a cup of coffee. I thought it'll be quick, just in and out. Not so. The counter lady started chatting the minute I reached her. Good morning. How are you today? She went on and on and on. <laughs> and when she finally came to take down my order, India's population had doubled. <laughs> I, I told someone I'm a Lutheran. This friend of mine suggested a Lutheran church. And she assumed I would mingle easily with the Scandinavian crowd. <laughs> I was the only colored woman wearing gaudy clothes in outlandish colors among the lily white people. <laughs> and they all wore pastel colors. <laughs> you should know, Indians do not love, do anything mild. Everything has to be done really, really well. So we eat the spiciest food. <laughs> and and we talk the loudest and we wear the brightest clothes. <laughs> Pretty That's soon, right. people started cupping their palms to their eyes and Deacon started passing out sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Lutheran church. Then I thought I would join a walking group. It was a very hot, sunny day. This guy looked at me and said, oh, how lucky you are. You don't have to wear sunscreen. Oh. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> See what happened? I was a Norwegian a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I visited India and my relatives and friends assumed I still love saris and wear bright colors. The truth of the matter is, it's very easy to get someone a sari. Just six yards of fabric. Wrap it all around you. Who needs a sewing machine? 
Now I have so many saris of different colors, designs, and patterns. Buckingham Palace borrowed them to decorate the ballroom for King Charles. <laughs> I have so many saris. If you tie them end to end, you can rappel down quickly from Elon Musk's burning rocket. <laughs> I have so many saris. It would cover the entire collection of Charles, including his overgrown grass, and start a new trend. <laughs> People assume that everyone from India is a vegetarian. I went to this round table pizza. This <laughs> lady looked at me and said, oh, what would you like to have? A vegan garden delight pizza or gourmet vegetarian pizza? So I said, yeah, a small gourmet vegetarian pizza and an extra large pepperoni pizza with pork sausages beef, chicken, and lots and lots of anchovies on top. <laughs> she looked stunned. So I said, oh, that's for my American boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got my driver's license and someone told me, if you drive in the right lane, no one is going to bother you. Yeah, right? And this guy was tailgating me for a while in the right lane. I pulled over to the shoulders and rolled down my windows and shouted at them as he whizzed past me. If you are in such hurry, why didn't you start five minutes earlier? <laughs> the last thing that bothers me is everyone thinks I work at a call center. <laughs> I was eating at this restaurant and the guy at the next table heard me talking to the waitress he jumped up quickly and came over to me oh you were the call girl I was with last night would you please help me with my computer <laughs> I heard the waitress muttering to her colleague could you believe this demure Indian lady is a call girl at night? Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh my God. You can do it. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving along. We are we are at the well, my favorite word, which is penultimate. <laughs> our penultimate act of the evening. And uh, we have a bit of a ringer. This is a fellow who uh, I was quite honored to have uh, take the class. He's a friend of AJ's and uh, one of the finer comedians in Australia. But you know, when if you if you work a long time in stand up, you realize you always want new material. And if you can uh, uh, join a class and and uh, uh, find a way to get some new material, it's almost worth your time. So I hope he, I hope he enjoyed being with us for this last few weeks. It's been a great time to have him. And let's say I have a huge round of applause right now for Clint Patterson. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Come on, there we are. There From all over the world, I'm over here in Australia. Lovely to see you guys. Thanks, Carrie. Yes, yeah, so uh, 
you know, just like you guys doing the family thing. I got three kids. Uh, the eldest, uh, her name's Angelina, and uh, we named her. It means little angel. Uh, she's nine and now seven-year-old. Her name is Ariel, and we named her after a font. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call her Helvetica. <laughs> I couldn't spell it. So uh, we, went with, uh, we went with Ariel, and uh, they're very expensive, the kids. It's ridiculous. You know, you think you go somewhere and not spend money. We were at the beach the other day, and they see a woman with shells laid out on a blanket, and they go over to her, and the woman's selling shells, 20 bucks a pop. The kids are nagging me. I want to get one of these shells. I want to get one of these. So I cave, okay, 20 bucks for a shell. So now I use it as an educational tool. And each night before bed, we pass the shell around and put it up to our ear. <laughs> the sounds of getting ripped off. <laughs> and I say, kids, don't do that again. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, our family's been spending money on these kids before they were born. Like we had to go and get the the, the stroller for the kids. I remember I walked in to buy the stroller and I were in the baby store and I said to the woman, you know, what should we get? And she said, you should get this one here. I said, how much is that? She said, well, this is called the bugaboo. And she said, this bugaboo stroller, it's only $975. I said, I used to drive a beat up Honda that cost less money than that. And only occasionally I had to push it. <laughs> but Sarah, you don't understand. She said the bugaboo has features like wheels that can withstand speeds of up to 30 miles per hour. <laughs> what parent is looking for the future? <laughs> no, we can tow this one behind the truck. <laughs> The, uh, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting having three kids, a wife, you know. My face recognition on my phone only works when I look like this. <laughs> I got a good sleep the other night. The thing wouldn't turn up. The worst, the worst is the newborn phase. You guys remember that newborn phase where it is just 100% sleep deprivation. Yeah. Same torture that they use at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> those, those prisoners only got two hours sleep a night. Now, I don't know how many babies they used on the prisoners. <laughs> but I'm guessing twins. Now, <laughs> the, uh, the, the good thing about all this is you do have some uh, some nice, you share some nice moments. Like I was having a shower the other day. My little guy, he, he's the eldest, uh, sorry, he's the youngest little little guy, Aiden. And he gets in the shower with me the other day. He's only four years old. And I thought, oh, this is sweet, you know. And he gets in the shower with me and he's looking me up and down. And then he goes, Daddy. I said, yes, son. He's like, yeah. Daddy, um, why do I have a little penis and you have a big penis? <laughs> and I, I thought, oh, poor little guy. He doesn't know the word enormous yet. 
<laughs> now, um, obviously, uh, obviously, I have a wife as well, and uh, it's, uh, it's been twelve years now that we've been married. Twelve years, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, time flies when you're having fights. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, sometimes there have been some big ones, you know, like one time she shaped up to me like this and said, come on, and I'm like, Holy, you know what I mean? I was terrified because I didn't care before marriage whether or not she actually had some kind of crazy punch, you know. I said, okay, hit me as hard as you can, and if I end up in the emergency room, the wedding's off. Oh. <laughs> most of the time, most of the time, everything's not too bad. You know, most of the time we're cool. She she occupies her time. She doesn't have like a corporate job. She's into alternative healing and things. She's like an earth mama, right? And uh, every Sunday night, for example, she does an enema, right? So Sunday night's anima at our house. Mum's up there. I said, what are you doing? Just cranking out the anima. Okay, you do your thing. And she always said, do you want to do one with me? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I've done an anima since I fell off the water skis. (laughs) That moment will be a moment that me and that crab never forget. <laughs> He'll always have a story. He's like, oh, I was just in the mud, and then suddenly, <laughs> now she's into. Oh my god! Now, now she's into sound healing. My latest thing. My wife, she's she you know wants to become a sound healer, like therapist, and she bought she bought some of these. Crystal alchemy bowls, and uh, she said, "When I play these bowls, they've been proven to really help people with deep emotional trauma." And I said, "How much were they?" She said, "They are a thousand dollars each." And I said, "Well, I'll be a first. Time to sell the house. Get rid of every asset." So, <laughs> he just likes the finest, the finest of the finest. And I'll I'll leave you with this short story. She uh, she made sure we got really good health insurance before the kids come along, of course. And and the doctor, you know, we went to see the doctor when we we're pregnant, and he said, "Oh, you got great insurance. You know, this means that when it comes time for delivery, you guys can have any doctor you want." And I said, "How cool would that be? We'll have Doctor Seuss." he'd be like it's time to push and push you should so push and breathe and push that's good (laughs) it's understood you could you would you should that's good you're pushing (laughs) our baby's frowning epidural mama's frowning this must hurt the way it's sounding waking up the room surrounding crowning frowning my heart's pounding here comes baby thank the lord time to snip the umbilical cord healthy baby's my reward for working in the delivery ward (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys appreciate it you guys that's That's excellent Oh, I'll have to remember that.
<laughs> uh, I, that was great. One more time for everyone you've seen so far. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a real treat coming up. This is the lady who made this whole class possible. And uh, she just calls me up and she goes, hey, why don't we do a class? And I go, anything you want. Because uh, all she does is put out the word and everybody shows up and does a great job. We had all these funny acts because of her. And I'm just thrilled that uh, she's with us tonight. One of the funniest people I actually know. So please, <laughs> let's have a huge round of applause for Chef AJ. Yay! Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Well, I recently moved from Palm Springs to Northern California, and I think I'm experiencing some culture shock because in the desert, I was used to two temperatures, either hot or, oh my God, Gordon just burst into flames. <laughs> but here they actually have seasons and it brings this crazy phenomenon where water actually pours out of the sky. <laughs> oh, look at this. The sky is watering. Yeah, it just, it's called rain. Heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, coming from the desert, I am cold all the time. Honey, get me my ski parka. It's dropped below 90 degrees. <laughs> Seriously, it is like a frozen tundra here. And you know, the people, the people are different. They come in all ages. The AJ, that's a child. Oh. <laughs> moving is hard. I mean, it's difficult at any age, but it's really hard when you're in your 60s because, you know, when you're little, it's possible to make new friends at school. And when you have a conventional job, you meet people at work. But I'm self-employed and I work at home. So the only way I can meet people my own age is to hang out in the emergency room. <laughs> Maury, we really should get together. Maybe next week, if your heart fails again. <laughs> the medical care up here is very different. It literally takes eight months to get an appointment with a doctor. I think the insurance company set it up that way to save money because either you get better or you die. <laughs> so either way, they win. And in eight months, wait, what if you're pregnant? Your first appointment would be in the delivery room. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mrs. Clump. Oh, and it's a girl. <laughs> so I recently turned 63. And you know what's great about getting older? Nothing. <laughs> everything. Fact, I pretty much hate everything about it with the possible exception of the senior discount. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you have to eat earlier, but that's okay because when you're older, you do everything earlier. You wake up earlier, you go to bed earlier, you die earlier. <laughs> now that I'm in my 60s, I literally pee all night. <laughs> no problem because I don't get out of bed until 7 a.m. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, because in reality, I'm up all night making trips to the bathroom to pee, and that is how I get my 10,000 steps. <laughs> really annoys me is when people say, You look good for 63. <laughs> hey, how is that even a compliment? Because what I hear is, you really don't look all that good, but considering how old you are, you're somewhat less ugly than other people. <laughs> I hate aging. Every day I find another gray hair. 
Oh. <laughs> and not on my head. My mom used to say, well, the alternative is worse. I mean, is it really? Let's <laughs> <laughs> face it, no matter how good you think you look at your age, you just don't look as good as you did when you were younger. And you know, there's a lot of pressure. Aging is a vegan because people somehow think you're supposed to look better. Let me set the record straight right now. If you are ugly and you become a vegan, you're still ugly. <laughs> Before kale, ugly after kale. <laughs> Why they would even call these the golden years, I don't have a clue. They should call these the colon years. <laughs> because all you really have to look forward to is a good bowel movement. <laughs> Maybe a colonoscopy. You know, I really do thank God for these medical procedures because without them, we'd have absolutely nothing to talk with our friends about. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been married almost 30 years. And the problem is he's getting older too, which is worse daily. When I look at the perfect wedding photo, reminding us, reminding me of how good we used to look. Oh, the only savings grace is that as your looks decline, so does your eyesight. <laughs> oh, kidding. Being married is hard because the person you go to bed with every night is still there in the morning. <laughs> Just this morning, I woke up, I rolled over, I saw my husband and said, oh my God, you scared me. I thought a homeless man had broken into the house. <laughs> my, my husband suffers from untreated sleep apnea. And that means that neither of us ever get a good night's sleep. No. <laughs> it's really scary because sometimes he'll stop breathing for like 30 seconds. And I literally am on pins and needles praying, please don't start breathing again. Seriously, I hear they now have a very effective treatment for sleep apnea. It's called a divorce. <laughs> we get one but we're too lazy to do all the paperwork <laughs> i'm not ashamed to admit that we have our problems we saw a marriage counselor and she said what you have is the lack of communication now how is that even possible when we don't even talk to each other <laughs> she said that our problem was that we have different love languages Love languages, what a bunch of BS. Now, apparently my love language is acts of service and my husband's love language is words of affirmation. That means I like him to do stuff for me and he likes me to talk nice to him. <laughs> so instead, sweetheart, my love, my dearest, trash out already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to go on romantic dates and now we spend Friday evenings at urgent care. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't hers x-rays? And for a special treat, we go to the hospital cafeteria and share a prune juice. <laughs> Can you tell how long we've been married? <laughs> yeah, 30 years. <laughs> We're even starting to look alike. And when I look at him, I go, oh, do I really look that bad? <laughs> <laughs> 
For Charles. For Charles, for me. <laughs> hoping at this age to be able to spend more time with the grandchildren, but apparently you have to have kids first. Oh. <laughs> okay. For that, apparently you have to have sex first. we recently had a few of our neighbors kids visit and they literally destroyed our home and apparently you can't hit them said the arresting officer (laughs) these people without kids what do they do for aggravation (laughs) actually glad i wasn't able to have kids because as it turns out i hate them (laughs) <laughs> they are so needy they're either hungry tired stuck on your titty i mean oh my god i already have a husband keep it going one more time for AJ. Yay. 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 So, I want to thank all of you thank you i'm going to uh jump in the spotlight for oh boy i can't do that um Anyway, you guys have been fantastic. Give everyone a round of applause who you've seen tonight, if you would. Yay! 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 Thank you. Great. Yay! Um, we, we wanted to, first of all, I'm, I'll, I'll be the first to just say you guys were all wonderful. Thanks for being a great audience. I think all the acts were just stupendous. I was so pleased uh, with how you guys did. And uh, we normally just say good night but you know um we aj had this great idea we tried before which is to uh have a little after party and anyone who wants to stay you don't have any obligation to but if you'd like to come and ask a question or two or just give some praise to some of the ex who uh, you saw tonight we'd love to uh invite you to stay for a little bit and chat we'll also talk about the fact that if you want to join a class of your own uh we're starting another one on uh, monday night uh just like this one on uh the 10th of uh july we'll start another seven week class with a showcase on the eighth week we'll finish up before uh before the summer's over so if that's something you're interested in we're going to send you uh um uh can you put it put that in the chat we'll put the 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 link to uh the web to my email sorry and also tell them carrie guys you can still take the class and not perform and one of the reasons i force linda middlesworth to take it is linda's an educator she hosts conferences and it just makes her better at what she does as her job so you there is no obligation to perform you can still have all the fun of being in the class with us writing a set but there is no obligation whatsoever to perform absolutely what we find though is (laughs) Those who do want to have a great time, but again, it's not like something that we're going to force you. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to put this here, email info at the stand workshop. Okay, so I just put that in the chat. Uh, hopefully it's for everyone. And uh, there we go. Thank you guys for, for joining us from all over the world. Um, and does anyone, uh, if anyone wants to unmute, I think you can do that in the chat. Ask us if you need. I might be able to change the settings so they can unmute now. And Lori has a question, Carrie. Do you get together online each week for the class? Yes, this is a once a week class every Monday. Uh, We have a two hour class and we work from nothing. No one comes in with any material or ideas. We just talk. I teach you uh, uh, the basics of stand up and also where to look in your lives for things that are funny. And uh, 
uh, you're doing that in this very safe and supportive atmosphere. It's a lot of fun every week. It's not like a pressure thing. It's more like uh, AJ likes to come just because it's enjoyable. Uh, it's, it's like therapy without having to get better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just get to bitch. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I just go, tell me something else terrible you've done. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very freeing so we um, don't have a link right now to join the class no. forums, but if you email carrie at info at the standupworkshop.com he'll put you on the list because these are small classes you know yeah we just we just put together uh, you know eight to nine people and uh um it's a very intimate and lovely thing to do it's not like you're here with 100 folks anyway anyone have any question that uh um, we're trying to learn how to uh, admit you. If you, you yeah. can ask in the chat if you wanted to. Uh, right. And I've, I've made it so that everybody can unmute. And Florence, I'm going to type the info in a minute in the chat. And yeah, Carrie, info at what? I, I had already put it in the, uh, the chat, but I'll keep, I'll keep writing it again, okay? Yeah, um, and I, I saw a question from Bill. Um, was it from Billy? Somebody asked, where does the tap class take place? It takes place on Zoom on in your Zoom. home. What is the okay. class? Oh, Billy, this is a stand-up comedy workshop. All of us here tonight were together for seven weeks. We worked on our materials. We all wrote our own sets, but we all contributed to each other uh, by saying whether we thought it was funny or sometimes adding a joke here and there. And your comedy comes from your life. It's stand-up comedy isn't just telling jokes. You'll learn that in the first night. Uh, the workshop costs, I believe it's $2.97 for all eight weeks, right? Exactly. That's which is cheap. If you've ever taken a class in LA in person, it's about half. So yeah. 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 I'm, I'm it takes place from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. So we can accommodate all our friends in Australia. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, Clint would just get up at eight, and, you know, wander in a robe, and uh, we watch him brush his teeth, and then uh, funny, uh, <laughs> does anyone want to praise anybody you saw tonight? So no, can... I, I just, oh, I just oh, want to say him. So yeah, uh, thank you. No, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, sorry to cut you off there. Um, no, I just uh, wanted. To to say thank you to Carrie. Uh, you know, this is this is a fun course, uh, very low pressure. And, um, you know, uh, if anyone's uh, thinking about doing it, go for it, because uh, you can't really fail. He encourages you. And in fact, uh, even behind the scenes was uh, outside of class assisting with some ideas for, for other members and so on. So he went through a lot of work to try and make sure everyone uh, come up with uh, jokes that they enjoyed and felt comfortable with. So Carrie, you do an amazing job. And I'm looking forward to uh, working with you a bit more in the future. That's, uh, I'd love that. Um, yeah, it, it, no matter what your level is, you know, <laughs> what's, what's amazing to me is that you can bring in people who have never done stand-up before like Mary and someone who's done it for years professionally like Clint and, and everyone can share um, and learn together. Uh, it's not because Clint doesn't know comedy that he's there. He's there to, to, uh, to add new material, which is valuable, but Mary starts from scratch and everyone still comes to a high level at the end. Uh, I really enjoy having, you know, uh, all levels together because uh, everyone helps each other. AJ is tremendously funny on her own. Uh, all I have to do is just uh, <laughs> hold her hand while she just does amazing stuff. And um, watching Charles go through all, uh, he's done this for years and getting funnier every time. And Karen coming back to great, great effect. This is really, really funny stuff. So, and, and Linda, I think Linda had to go and teach, 
but um, I'm just astonished at her energy and her how vibrant she is. Um, as well. yeah, and the great thing about Linda is Linda has no idea she's even funny, and that makes oh. her even funnier. And she's yeah. like, funny. I, produce, yeah. I produce a conference in Sacramento, and Linda's going to be actually doing a set in person. She she agreed to do that, so that's going to be great. And our friend Pete Sobey's here. Pete's taken the class before, and hopefully he's going to come back and do it. I hope Glenn will take it. It's just, it's really fun. The classes, I just, if you thought this was fun, imagine doing this every week for a couple hours. You just kind of laugh your butt off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's one of the fun, what, if, if this is only something Clint would know. When, when you're on stage killing in front of an audience, it's one of the best feelings you can have. And it's something that almost no one else knows. So if I can take people and show them that feeling and give them a chance to have that, response it's a real gift to give somebody you know um you should all know what that feels like to just be up there and and hold the crowd like that um so that's something i enjoy sharing with people um otherwise you, you know you can you can do it but you'll never know if you don't just take a small chance so that's that's all we ask once you once you decide i'll give it a shot then we take care of the rest you don't have to worry just show up Start complaining and we'll turn that into a material. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it may get you out of a ticket one day. Oh, yeah. I've entertained several cops. If you can, if you can keep the cop laughing, it's uh, always going to work in your favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, this, uh, laughter is the best medicine, too, right? Absolutely. Get you healthy. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And, and there's nothing funnier than being in a hospital with a bunch of comics. When <laughs> we visited one of our buddies once when he was having a procedure done back in the 80s, like to be in a room with like Seinfeld and um, and Larry Miller and all, it's just it's the best. So hanging out with people who just having fun, it, it's great. And most of us are sober. Um, <laughs> Except for Clint, because he just woke up. Yeah, it's <laughs> usually hung over every morning. I don't know what that is. Oh, I was thinking of your other child, uh, Times Roman, uh, which was. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and what was another one for AJ? I had, uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, you've never seen a child before. It's like a little retired person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and anyway. anything can be turned into comedy, even tragedy that you've had in your life, if enough time has passed, can be really, really funny. Oh, absolutely. If, luckily, uh, you know, pain uh, and misery turns into great comedy. And, and I look around, I know most of you people look just, just totally miserable. So I think you can do great comedy. Thanks. <laughs> like a, looks, like a, looks like a whole bunch of failures out there that we could really work with. I'm so <laughs> anticipating a lot of fun with all of you. All. Oh my God, Esther one, right? Loveridge, <laughs> Esther Loveridge, you have to take the class. Esther's a minister and she is just, she's amazing. She's lost 140 pounds. She, you, we could have a field day. I could write her all, all, whole act right now if she'll take the class. That's the other thing. People know that I'm there for them because if you can, you know, actually Carrie's there for all of us. Cause if you Carrie, I'll write your act if you can't come up with anything, but so will I. And so will Charles. Cause that's our favorite part is actually the right. For me, the writing is more fun than the actual performing. I'll do the performing, but it's the writing that's so magical you know and it is amazing how much it helps your life i mean even if you never do stand up in in, in uh on a show situation uh it just makes you more relaxed it, it makes you realize you've been hiding something all your life like oh we don't find out about this and now you just tell people hey you know 
uh, oh, here's, no. here's a flaw. People go, oh, what a great guy. I like that. You know, that I've been hiding that for 35 years. I can't believe it. I should have led with that. Yeah. Lori, what Terry, I was reading Lori's uh, chat. Lori, what Terry meant about therapy without having to get better, like if you're mental therapy, you never have to get better. It's like, and for the price of two sessions with a shrink, you can laugh for eight weeks. It's cheaper than therapy. It's cheaper than therapy. Absolutely. And just about as useful. Um, I mean, come on. I know people who've done therapy for 10 years. They don't even have a tight five minutes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you don't hate your mother as much, but where's your comedy? That's the thing is the longer people are in therapy, the people that stay in therapy, they don't get any better. But if you stay in comedy class, you will get better at yeah. comedy. Absolutely. Anyway, um, any more? Is there any more we haven't talked about, AJ? No, any questions? So um, we'll, you know, if you're on my mailing list, we'll send out an email if you want to join. It fills up pretty quickly. And yeah, let's just say we got a ton of material from the past 12 months. You know, Charles, we actually could do an HBO comedy special now between us because we've oh, done it. That, would be, that would be fantastic. Husband and wife, I would love to see you two together. Well, you know, if we could find an open and, mic out here, it'd be you know, great. Yes, whole, yes, yes, yes. My whole business, my whole business model is Chef AJ nagging your friends to, to join. Uh, <laughs> was this was this your fifth class or have you done more than five classes how many have you done aj oh, oh, like, oh gosh with carrie i don't know i'll have to look on my youtube channel quite a few especially during the pandemic it was right. harder in la because it would be at seven o'clock at night it would be an hour drive to get to the west side and find parking it was much harder when it was in, in person for me so when he started think, doing this online i, was I think so this was the year uh the seventh class we did aj with carrie since the pandemic but before that in los angeles you did classes with him as well we both did yeah okay One time aj brought me in to just watch her her uh her chef presentation in her home uh years ago she goes what do you think and i'm like can you write any material for it and I, it was so perfect I, I can't change a thing. You're you're a consummate performer behind a stove. Really yeah. It, you know, being it don't if you have like a real job, it only helps you if you can add humor to it. And also, if you're a teacher or educator, if you have a team at your work, people listen more when things are funny than when then when they're not. That's what I've learned. So Absolutely. either singing or being funny, your employees respond to one of those. So if you can't sing, take comedy. It also teaches you how to how to think more clearly, how to be persuasive. You know, um, I, I've met, known lawyers that get a lot better reaction if you can get the jury laughing. You know? Anyway, that's enough. I don't I don't mean to pitch with a heavy hand. It was just a delight to have all of you here. Uh, it's always a delight to work with AJ and Charles, and I'm I'm just very appreciative of all the the people that you you bring in, and I'll have so many smiling faces here that we can play with on a Monday. It turns it into an extra weekend day. Um, yes, listen, the replay is already there. It's on YouTube right now. So uh, we also streamed this on YouTube, but the, and the, I think the YouTube audience and the Facebook audience are still watching. So it is there. Wow. You, you are really on top of the tech of this. I'm mean, quite- Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was, that was 1600 I've learned a thing or two. Unbelievable. Yeah, well. Um, maybe we should quit. Well, uh, I learned from Elvis, leave him wanting more. Yeah. Can you confirm? Well, you, you know, Lucy writes in the chat. I really love the vegan joke since I can't get my friends to take being vegan seriously. Hmm. I, think, great I way. think these jokes are, are incredibly persuasive. If you show that being vegan makes you funny 
and lighthearted and you look great and you're healthy, that's that's very persuasive. It's much better than than nagging people. Yeah. Just go, oh, wow, I like it. Yeah. Can you confirm the email? I have info at standupworkshop.com. No, it's info at the oh. standupworkshop.com. At what? In info at the standupworkshop.com. Oh, I'm I'm oh I didn't I've been putting it on the wrong thing. I gotta write to everyone. Yeah, you gotta write it to everyone. Oh, oh. I mean, yeah. No, that's what I have. Info at the standupworkshop.com. Yeah. There we Seven go. Now I finally sent it to everyone. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. I appreciate that. It's a seven-week class. It's a seven-week class, and the eighth week is the performance carry, right? Yeah. So we'll uh, oh, okay. start on the tenth of July, and we'll we'll figure we'll finish the weekend before Memorial Day. Not uh, Memorial Day. No, we don't. No, the weekend oh. before, before, before Labor, Labor Day. Day. Sorry. Labor, Labor Day. Day. <laughs> the class would go to next March, next May. I know. It's a year-long class. We take this seriously. <laughs> we not only write our own jokes, we sew our own clothing. We build a microphone from a wire. And uh, it's it's like Survivor. Um, not everyone makes it, but those who survive the year will be stronger um, for it. So I've been taking the, I started with Carrie about 25 years ago, but I wasn't taking it regularly until the pandemic. Yeah, and you don't need to be perfect to start, you know, uh, you just just jump in with whatever your problems are and you'll, you'll be fine. Everyone's always waiting for a better time. There's no better time. It's whenever you decide, oh, I wish I could do that. Well, now that's perfect. Anyway, um, you guys are so funny. Yeah. I'm so proud of the class. Yeah. This is a good one. This is a good really, really gross occasion here. Yep. So will Chef AJ uh, give us a Zoom link in eight weeks so we can hear the next class? Oh, oh well, we I, we'll, send, send we'll send it out on our email and we'll probably bring Carrie back for a YouTube live to, if people ask. Actually, we should probably send it out first. We might be able to fill it just with the people watching and not even have to go on YouTube and do a pitch. Like we did, we filled this yeah. one without announcing it because there was enough people. Yeah. I mean, AJ basically oh, yeah. on her speed dial has enough to fill a class. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, mean, I ask people like, are you really interested in comedy? Are you coming back a lot? I have to. AJ told me to. The <laughs> <laughs> only one that I've ever forced was Linda because I think that she has hit. She doesn't know she's funny and she needs it for when she does her 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 host. Oh. And it, it's oh, she's great. Amazing. She's funny she's amazing. Yeah, yeah Linda is really so is. funny. She was yeah, funny on she was her great. interview with you, Chef AJ. Yeah, Linda yeah. is hilarious. And that's and so yeah, she's the only one I kind of if I if I force really isn't the word, but I, I kind of cajole and ex cajole. Just like Karen's been cajoled into dying. Uh, how many how many uh, ninja creamies do you have here? Hey <laughs> 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 Carrie, how many how many people do you like to have in the class? Um, I like to have somewhere between six and 10 in that okay. it's enough people to bounce <laughs> ideas off, but a, a, a few enough that you can get, everyone gets room to breathe and be heard during a, a two or three hour class. Okay. Um, in person, I've, I've done three hour classes normally and I get up to 12. That, that's the top. Okay. Um, but I, I like to, I like to make it relaxing. So, you know, let's say nine. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his math. 
But if you if you wanted to come in, we had nine, Monique, I'd make it ten. <laughs> yeah, but if, so, if if we get Siamese twins, or will that be counting as one or two? Uh, if, they do the, if they do different acts, then you've uh, got That's to count. <laughs> yeah. But if there was, if they only had one mouth, then. <laughs> oh my so god! They, they, they were joined at the mouth. I was just going to say it depends on where they're joined. Exactly. Wow. Nanette is just joining us now. Well, I declared myself safe from buying a creamy. Yes. <laughs> yes, and now now you can use that money on your makeup. <laughs> I didn't even know you could be in, in a makeup influencer, but now I've, I've been watching because of Karen, and I'm I'm trying to think I could cover all all oh, I could look so much better. <laughs> Guys don't even think about it. You know, we just wake up, we look ugly. That's nothing you can do. Uh, <laughs> but women just go, I'm doing shit about this. This is not going out. Not going out in the sun with this shit on. <laughs> this is going to be covered. Anyway, um, there we go. I, I've enjoyed this, but awesome. Maybe Thanks. we should uh, close her up. Thanks for watching, everyone. Good night. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Gary. Bye. 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 Bye.